This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, as the IG in charge of monitoring coronavirus spending gets closer to confirmation, one senator wants to make sure he has the staff to hit the ground running. of cyber execs from the public and private sector are teaming up to tackle national security problems. And the Defense Department lays out what it's going to take to relax coronavirus rules. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. A bipartisan bill in the Senate would fast-track hiring staff to work for the Special Inspector General for Pandemic Recovery, who's now one step away from confirmation. The bill, led by Senator Chuck Grassley, would expedite federal hiring and contracting authority for the Special IG and would allow the Watchdog Office to accept volunteers and detainees from other government agencies. The bill also incentivizes hiring back retired federal employees with relevant experience and waivers penalties for rehiring former feds to receive a government pension. The Senate Banking, Housing and Urban Affairs Committee, the Senate Banking, Housing and Urban Affairs Committee approved former GSA watchdog Brian Miller for the special IG role. The nomination now heads to the Senate floor. House Appropriations Committee member Rosa DeLauro presses the Census Bureau for the next steps on its coronavirus pandemic surveys. The Congresswoman asks the Bureau when Congress will get briefed on findings from the Household Pulse Survey and whether it will impact appropriations for fiscal 2021. The Bureau's earliest findings show that nearly half of responding households saw lower employment income since mid-March. More than 10 percent of respondents say they've missed rent or mortgage payments during the pandemic. 29 House Democrats are calling on the leaders of the House Armed Services Committee to lower the authorized defense budget for 2021. The lawmakers say the government must remain focused on coronavirus response and needs to increase the budget of non-defense funds to do that. The letters say the money needs to go towards efforts like testing, vaccines, and developing therapies. A union explains exactly why it needs quick court intervention from the federal impasses panel. Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco reports. The American Federation of Government Employees says it's looking for immediate relief from a federal district court because it fears the impasses panel will rewrite much of its bargaining agreement with the Department of Veterans Affairs. The Federal Service Impasses Panel is reviewing almost 60 articles that VA and AFGE can agree to. A decision from the Impasses Panel is due sometime after July 5th. Meantime, AFGE says some of its locals are paying rent to occupy agency office space after a VA directive. Many more moved out and found a new place outside of the department's facilities. Nicola Grisco, Federal News Network. The Senior Executives Association has a new temporary president. SEA named Bob Corsi to be its interim leader. He'll replace Bill Valdez, who resigned from SEA last month. Corsi will help SEA find a new permanent president. He was a longtime career senior executive for the Air Force. He spent 28 years in active duty and another 18 years in the Air Force as a civilian. Corsi handled manpower, personnel, and facilities for the Air Force in the National Capital Region. John Felker of the Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency and Chris Cleary, the Navy's Chief Information Security Officer, will lead a who's who of cybersecurity experts in the first class of senior fellows at Auburn University's McCrary Institute. The 30 current and former federal and private sector cybersecurity executives will help develop practical solutions to national security challenges. The cohort will focus on policy, technology, research, and education initiatives over the next year. 
NIST is taking a forward-looking approach for how to secure 5G. Federal News Network's Jason Miller has more on that. The National Cybersecurity Center of Excellence at NIST is looking for private sector companies to enter into a CRADA, or a Cooperative Research and Development Agreement. The goal is to figure out how to secure 5G products and services. Through the CRADA, NIST and its private sector partners will develop proofs of concepts using commercial and open-source technologies to demonstrate security platforms for 5G. The CRADA is part of a larger program called 5G Cybersecurity, preparing a secure evolution to 5G. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. A new ombudsman's office in the Labor Department reports rising activity only two weeks into the launch. More from Federal News Network's Tom Temin. The Office of Federal Contract Compliance Program says it's already received close to 60 referrals. The ombudsman, Marcus Sturgio, says the program was set up in response to a GAO recommendation. Contractors had expressed worry about having to raise concerns with the agency that reviews their labor and employment practices. Sturgio says the ombuds operates independently of the OFCCP's front office or senior leadership, and that referrals are treated confidentially. I'm Tom Temin. The Pentagon says base commanders need to show promising data before they can begin easing coronavirus-related restrictions on bases. A memo from Defense Secretary Mark Esper tells local military leaders that installations need to show a downward trajectory in COVID-19 cases and symptoms before they can get rid of some of the rules put in place to stop the spread of coronavirus. Commanders must also allow that local hospitals and military treatment facilities have enough capacity and testing for the military community and healthcare workers. And the USS Theodore Roosevelt is back at sea for the first time since March. Here's Federal News Network's Jared Serbu. For now, the carrier is conducting training exercises with a limited crew of about 3,000 people. Another 1,800 sailors are still on Guam, working through the aftermath of a major coronavirus outbreak on the Roosevelt. The ship will spend another two weeks conducting requalification drills before it heads back to Guam to re-embark the rest of the crew. Assuming no other problems, the Roosevelt will get back to the Pacific missions it had been assigned before the virus sidelined it. Jared Serbu, Federal News Network. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. Search Federal Newscast. Subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or Apple Podcasts. And stay up to date on your agency's response to the coronavirus with our coronavirus resource page. I'm Eric White. 